Hello everyone, welcome back to He's a Kiefer, the only podcast about the great British-Canadian actor, singer-songwriter, and director, Kiefer Sutherland. I'm your host, Zachary LeDuke. And I'm your other host, Jaden Cron. Um, just a heads up, I am sick. Uh, I am getting cold, so I'm going to sound kind of nasally and gross, but that's life. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And you know what else is gross? This movie that we're going to talk about, so. <laughs> I mean... Parts of it are gross. It's like, ooh. So let's just get into it. It's a crazy moon. What was your overall opinion on Crazy Moon? <sighs> this movie, like, it's better than Brotherhood of Justice, um, in my opinion. I think it's far better than that. Not far better, but, like, it's definitely better than that, like, comparing it to the other movies. Okay. It's not as good as Lost Boys, though. Um, mainly because, yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. What do you, what do you think? What do you think about this movie that we had to watch? Um, see, I like the way that you say had to watch because it, it felt like a chore. Like I, it, I messaged you this last night while I was watching it, um, that it was going to take me the entire night to watch. Cause I just kept pausing it. Cause it was just so uncomfortable. Like I, I, I went and did homework like 25 oh, minutes wow. into this movie and like worked on an assignment for like a good really? half hour because so i was just like huh. i, I want to do that more than watch this movie. but it also it had parts i liked yeah for me this movie the main uncomfortableness the part that i don't like about this movie is anything related to Kiefer sutherland's character's brother um Cleveland. Yeah, was that his actual name? His name was... It everybody was. refers to him as Cleavy, though. Just like how they refer to Kiefer Sutherland's character, whose name is Brooks, as uh, Brooksy or Brookie. Yeah. And um, their father, Alec, gets referred to as Allie, I think. A lot of... It's weird. I don't like it. But mainly mainly that and uh, the scene involving Pamela, which... Yeah, was that the one at the beginning? That's the one at the beginning. Oh that's the first. That's the one who his dad's like, there's a girl coming over. Yeah, that one. Um, but if you cut that out, I'd honestly enjoy this movie. You know, it, but overall, I enjoy, like it's competently made for the most part. Yeah. To, from me watching it, like it's not great. That's not even really good, but it's not offensively bad um, in terms of the like and, and Kiefer's performance is. There's enough that I found that I could laugh at in this movie because of how, you know, like the, the so bad it's good parts, but who I think we should, let's, let's just quickly explain like what this movie is about. So basically Kiefer plays Brooks. He's, um, he's a teenage, he's like a teenager. His dad, um, is, is this rich guy. Um, he never, he never knew his mother. He's super rebellious. Um, and he rebels by just being, yeah, he's weird. he's a weird rebellious kid though. He's not like the kid that's like, "You're not my dad." He's just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go take." He just sits there on his dog poop. He listens to just like big band music on his Walkman like twenty four seven. The movie starts with his birthday, and like his father's girlfriend comes over and is like, "I made you a cake, Brooksy," and he's just like, he's just sitting there like it, it's the kid who just wants to play their Game Boy at the table, yeah. you know, like. Okay, I'll say this. The music in this movie, though, slaps. It's good music. It's used inappropriately, yeah. though. And there's so many scenes where it's like, this is not fitting, but I love it still. 
we like that scene when they're like at the cat at the mall cafeteria or whatever and there's a song and i i like thought to myself i'm like this is third act music yeah. like this is what you play at the resolution of the film not when they first we haven't even explained this is a this is a cute movie this is about Kiefer sutherland dating this girl yeah. basically and she's the thing is because he's weird because he's into uh, big band music and dressing like someone who's really stuck up. Yeah. And she's uh, into, well, she's deaf. Yeah, she's really she's deaf. That's, it's not really like she had a choice or anything. She just was deaf. So, yeah, so he basically, he falls in love with this girl and, and whoa, wacky twist, she's deaf. And like, yeah, so then he also gets, so his brother's there and his brother is the worst character I would argue he's the yeah. worst character in any of the movies we've seen so far. Like, he's... I mean, on one hand, Cleveland is a really enjoyable character yes. to watch. Because you're like, what is he doing? He, like, walks into Brooks's room, opens up a drawer, pulls out a little baggie of cocaine, snorts some, and is like, thanks for being so bro, dude. <laughs> but then on the other hand, he's like the writer's attempt at putting tension in this movie. Yeah. But it doesn't work. It's, I just don't know what his character's supposed to be. Like... Yeah. Just like, like one minute he's like, "Hey, Brooksy, um, I, I want to go to this rock concert, but I gotta, I'm gonna wait in line for these tickets. I want to go get a sandwich. Can you just hold my spot in line?" And then he just leaves him overnight. And then the next moment he's like having him committed in, to a sanatorium. To a sanatorium, yeah. Cause, well, cause there's also like the weirdly cartoonish shrink. Oh my goodness, like that. <laughs> that guy was like, he's like, I don't really know what I'm doing in this movie, but I'm gonna sell it. <laughs> Therapy is bad. The movie. But, I, you know, overall, I enjoyed this movie. Like, I don't really have a desire to watch it again. Um, But I'm glad we ended up watching it, you know? Yeah. There's enough little key. I mean, mainly for Kiefer. I don't know. I would argue, and this is the first one that I, I thought I, Kiefer wasn't the strongest of it. And I think it was just his character. Yeah. More so than anything. I think he did a fine job in this part. I think Anne was definitely the standout character for me that's true like she was yeah, yeah. legitimately interesting and i legitimately cared about her and her like motivations where it's key for just yeah like, just i don't understand what you what you want or what you're doing because it it's it's not like i don't know i just don't know what they're trying to go for with his character yeah he's like he's like a stuck-up nerd but he's also just really weird and he's afraid of there's just so many things mm -hmm. when like my mind just doesn't know really how to process him as one character yeah like one minute he's like terrified of the water next he's in the water and kind of swimming and then in that exact same scene he's like no i can't swim and i'm too scared of water but then later he just dives into water that was that that was his development though is he went from like not even going near water to because basically the movie's about how they helped each other out even though i'd argue i mean Kiefer helped out or no, Anne helped out Kiefer a lot more. Yeah, no, but she learned how to speak only because Even though of him. she was already she never tried. going she to never therapy. was able to do that until she met him. I mean, he get, you know, it was cute. Yeah, no, I will say, like, honestly, like, there are parts of this movie where, like, they handle, like, so the main, like, a big focus of it is that Anne's deaf. And, like, parts of it, it they handle it, like, surprisingly well for the 80s. And then other parts, it's like, they frame it as if, she's the weird one in the relationship when the only thing that's like different about her is she's is deaf. That she's deaf and Kiefer's out here like stealing mannequins dressing them up as his as various people like, it's 
So, like, are you ashamed of me? Like, why on earth would he be ashamed of you? Yeah. Why are you framing it? Like, why is this movie framing it? Like, yeah, yeah. I And I guess it's because, like, I mean, the movie does a pretty good job, though, of, like, of um, everybody else was like, oh, she's deaf, even though, like, I mean, I don't want, I'm not going to try and speak to the experience yeah. of what being deaf is like. Um, but, you know, this movie does a good job of being like, it's fine. Like, she's also not the only deaf character in the movie. Yeah. Which like was, that. like, super surprising to me. I was like, oh, she lives with a bunch of other deaf people. Yeah. That's cool. That makes sense. That Yeah, like, <laughs> Anne feels like a legitimate character. Yeah, they show, like, her using the, um, I don't know what the name of it is, but, like, the phone where, like, it mm. display, it, like, yeah. it's used for early text messaging, basically. It's like, that's a cool thing to show in this movie. Yeah. But, like, it always kind of felt like it was just kind of a, see, he's a good guy for Carrie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, the, the best parts about his arc is when, like, is that scene, even though it's, it's dumb and it doesn't, it's not great, but I love it when, um, basically Anne gets really angry at Kiefer for whatever reason, or she thinks that he doesn't love her. And then there's just this moment where he's like, oh my God, I, I never wanted you to think that. Mm-hmm. And then like, he's like, how do I show her that I love her? And then he just jumps in a fountain. <laughs> yeah. Like it could have been stronger, but also I loved it. But like, there's enough that. I don't know when this movie isn't being really really weird mm-hmm. most of the time it's it's just really really generic yeah uh, i don't know like because there's this there's one like we've the aforementioned scene with pamela which we, i don't think we're really going to go into detail what happens yeah it's rough but like it genuinely like made me confused as to how i'm supposed to view Kiefer within the movie yeah and it's never really addressed is the thing like yeah it might be like i like i can explain it away mm-hmm. but like it's still dumb and bad like i can be like well you know she represents somebody that his father set up and he really doesn't like his father for whatever reason it's just there's so many it's trying to do so many things oh wait i'm sorry i was just thinking of a different scene but yeah no i agree i was thinking of the one the scene with the stepmom or the girlfriend oh with uh his dad's girlfriend yeah. where he has the mannequin yeah Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, that one. Also, that one too. That scene that I don't really want to get into. Where it's just like, <laughs> just not. There's address. things that he does. Yeah, and you're supposed to feel bad that he's like. I mean, yeah, it it is would be dumb for him to be institutionalized, but it's like, no, you've done some like. Yeah. You've done some weird things. Like he's not like okay. Genuinely scary things. Like in all the things, like in the like I look look on the Wikipedia or the IMDb. Uh, like summary pages like they like kind of like make it out to that like half of his affectations are just like to lash out but it's like okay there's a difference between lashing out and just having like this weird obsession with mannequin he steals a mannequin and that's how he meets his girl yeah well he steals the mannequin while his brother steals a leather jacket yeah that was the scene where i was watching it and i was like oh yeah Yeah, like i really wish the movie had dropped the majority of Kiefer's family to focus on him and Anne because i mean that's what the movie's about at its core but these other things don't really add to either of them like the ending where so like their Kiefer's family or his parents are off on vacation for like a week and they get and he's off at Anne's parents house um, and he gets back, and his brother had thrown a 
like a huge pool party and so Kiefer has this so like there's this whole thing where it's like Kiefer has this picture of his mom from when he was a baby and it's the only picture of his mom that he has because she left the family when they were young and he has it like hidden in his, his room behind another photo so his brother has that photo and he's standing on a diving board trying to get Kiefer to come after him and he like pushes him into the pool and they like fight but it's like there's never any real build up to this of like like they try to make his this picture a thing but it's never really yeah. a thing the well i think i think the issues with that scene more come from the fight choreography <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about Jaden. that was because they because they reference i don't know they reference the the photo two or three times before this moment yeah and then they also tie it in with like how he's gotten over his fear of water because his brother who's like explicitly like used him in the past to do yeah. to do stupid things is like tries to use his fear against him but then he just like basically tackles his brother into the pool to show that he's like kind of both ready to move on from the photo and ready to move on from his fear of water like he just really wants to beat the crap out of his brother and though like i said the fight choreography is not good <laughs> They were like, we could film it underwater, so we're going to film it underwater. The good part about that, the other good part about that scene is the music. Wow, that song slapped, dude. The whole movie soundtrack is great. Yeah. I just, I think they could have done, and if they're going to, if they wanted to do, if they wanted to make it about, like, him moving past his, like, obsession with his mother, and, like, this photo, I think they could have, they should have done more than just, like, having him... It's just being on the shell on his wall. I don't know. I feel like yeah. that part is just they didn't flush it out enough. Yeah, I think they could have. I, I agree with you. They could have easily had, you know, a really short scene or something where he's just like even just holding the photo and, you know, just doing a stupid movie like staring off into the stars. Yeah. Like, you know, it's summertime. He's He could be outside and just be like, man, I miss my mom. But like, yeah, he, he just kind of like has it there and he doesn't really interact with it. But yeah. This movie is just weird in so many ways. Yeah, it's trying too hard to be quirky, and it's not, like, charming quirky. A lot of the times, it doesn't land. Like, if you're yeah. going to be quirky, you have to be Wes Anderson quirky, and you have to just go full, mm-hmm. full, full into it. Yeah. Okay, one thing, I was just looking at my notes. So, I want to talk about the scene at Anne's, or the the part at Anne's house, Anne's family. Ah, uh, like her family home? Yeah, so, like... Okay. Her dad yeah. just is really does not like Japanese products. He really like doesn't. <laughs> yeah. But like, he, it's, that's it. Yeah. That's the depth of that. He's just like, you know, like he's so, Kiefer's character gets a motorcycle at the beginning of the movie. And of course, because he's- Gets a or, motorcycle with a sidecar. Yeah. And like half the movie, the sidecar is inhabited by a mannequin. Because of course it is. Because this movie is just like that. But like, so they drive up to Anne's family's house and like, of course, her dad is this mechanic guy. And he's like asking Kiefer, like, "Oh, is it a is it a four stroke?" And he's like, oh, "I don't know." And he's like, "Oh, does it do this?" And he's like, "Yeah, he's like, yeah, it's four stroke." And he's like, "Oh, does it have this?" And he's like, "Oh, and he's like, probably dang Japanese." <laughs> yeah. Saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Other than the dad, though, that sequence probably one of the best best ones in the movie. It even has like. There's a scene where they're, like, being teenagers in love, like, in a lake. And, you know, there's a part where it's implied that, at the very least, they make out. But it's not, like, it doesn't have, like, in Lost Boys, where it's, like, this, like, these fade-outs. is It's, like, it just kind of has, like, a, you know, it it tastefully tastefully. moves the camera behind some grass, and then it's over. And you're, like, oh, 
okay, I'm fine with this. It's a lot more tasteful than other scenes in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, okay, the the, the, the line of the dad's like, Kiefer's watching him, uh, like, work on the bike. Um, and mm. he, like, pulls out a part, and he's like, do you know what this is? He's, he keeps like, no, no, sorry, don't. And then, like, later, so, like, Kiefer drives off, and the, the dad's revealed to be still holding the part, and he turns to his wife, and he's like, do you know what this is? That was the only, like, big chuckle that this movie got out of me. I thought that was good. No, for me, I was just about to say, that actually, that, for me, that joke, I was like, I didn't, I wasn't sure, I mean, like, in... I wasn't, I just didn't know what he meant. Like, I was like, is he confused? Is he trying to be, like, is he just trying to be like, oh, I'm smarter than you, wife, even though, like, but, um, there's a joke earlier on, like, I wrote this down in my notes, where his, um, Kiefer's dad had been in his room for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. and his brother Cleveland's about to walk in. Yeah. And whatever, I can't remember what happens, but basically, like, as Kiefer's dad, long story short, for some reason, a door gets closed on Cleveland. Yeah. And just the timing of it was really funny to me. I was like, this is, this is pretty, like, it was, you know, I wasn't like screeching or howling, but I was like, <laughs> that was funny. Also, I just have another thing in my notes that just caught my eye. Um, I have it in like all caps. Uh, cocaine is not unusual for a teenage boy. It's like when uh, yeah. the, the yes. whole family is like yes. gathered around to like send Kiefer off to the sanatorium. They're like, you know. We put up with your uh, eccentricities, you know, we found cocaine in your room, and cocaine, you know, cocaine isn't unusual for a teenage boy. It's not? I'm sorry, oh, is this the 80s? Oh, never mind, he's rich. Never mind, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, that's not the worrying part for them, it's the part where he, like, is dating a deaf girl or something. Yeah. That's the weird part. That's it, that's the weird one. <laughs> I also have, I also wrote down... Um, the, the phrase, so, um, that basically Cleveland, if you want to get an idea of what Cleveland looks like, me and my roommate, we were watching this and he pointed out that Cleveland looks like Norman Bates, the slightest, like, I guess. And I, no, I, I agree with him when we were watching it. I was like. Yeah, it's just so weird. Man, Cleveland, I never want to see Cleveland again, but apparently Cleveland. that actor's in another movie with Kiefer Sutherland. Oh boy, what movie? I can't remember all, but it's, you know, it's another one from the 80s. Yeah, good. It's good. Good stuff. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it was really nice to watch a movie where Kiefer is front and center. Like, that was this nice. movie is about Kiefer. Kiefer is not, I mean, at least in, um, lost boys you know he was the kind of the i don't know secondary primary antagonist his role switches a little bit through the course of the movie but yeah after it wasn't the brotherhood of justice where he was barely even in it yeah like Kiefer. i mean the more i think about it the more Anne is really the protagonist yeah but uh you know the movie's mostly from Kiefer's perspective i want to talk about Anne a bit more just like the way that they i just think she's such a well-written character in such an otherwise Mm -hmm. mediocre movie yeah i don't know she's just like the fact that she she has her own desires outside of Kiefer, and this is i mean this is such a low bar but also (laughs) you know it's the you know but like she has her own desire like she she says she wants to go to europe like several times in the movie and she wants to do it on her own and then she's like yeah i'm going to europe and Kiefer's like no he's like yeah i told you like a bunch of times Kiefer's like no yeah 
still like you. I just want to go to Europe. Yeah, the, the Europe thing, also another thing that I give it props to is that she actually gets to go to Europe yeah. on her own. And he's like, yeah, I'll wait for you. And I'm like, great, awesome. That should have been what you originally thought of, but <laughs> yeah. I lo- That ending, though. That ending, in the way that I, I, I thought Brotherhood of Justice was an, an okay movie and then the ending kills it. At this movie, I hated this movie until the ending, and then the ending kind of redeemed it. Really, I didn't. I didn't. I never hated this movie. Um, okay, no, there were parts where I hated this movie. The ending, but though. The ending. It's. I mean, like, <laughs> it's another thing that Kiefer does that gives people legitimate evidence that <laughs> something needs to happen He's with him. He's not doing good. He's not okay. Yeah, yeah. And I entirely forgot until just now the part where he fills that paper bag with oh, yeah. dog poop lights it on fire and then leaves it on his his like psychiatrist's doorstep and then his psychiatrist like walks out and then steps on it it's like oh you got him to step in some dog poop i mean to be fair it's thematic it's been a part of his character that is true that was also just like why why that i i would <laughs> that scene at the at the car dealership where it's so it's like for his birthday his parents were like yeah. or his dad's like you yeah i'm giving you i'm putting the money in your checking account you can go buy whatever car you want and he's like looking at this like expensive sports car the dealer's like you know it's got this isn't just us that's just not a tape deck that's a sound system and then he like pulls out this like little camera and just like walks over to like this this dog poop on the road takes a picture yeah. of it and walks away yeah like this is how it looks like the beginning i've said this so many times but i'm gonna say i just wish he was just a regular nerd like i like that he's like weirdly into music like just into music i like that he doesn't listen to modern music as much although by the end he kind of does yeah this movie's like a weird parallel to greece (laughs) you know instead of like the man pressuring uh it's anyways it's it's weird. She just pressures him to become normal, though. And that's, a, like, I guess that's fine. Yeah. Honestly, uh, yeah. I just don't understand why this movie exists. Like, it's, it, 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 Anne deserves so much better than this movie. That's true. I hope she, I she hope really she, does. I hope she had a good time in Europe. Yeah. In my favorite country, Europe. There's, a, there's just enough, enough of the weird parts are funny. Like, the part when they're in the cafeteria and the bully comes along and i mean yeah he makes a homophobic joke but he also uses a french fry with ketchup on it as lipstick on on, on yeah on Kiefer's lips it was weird and wow powerful powerful sorry right now i'm just like i just thought is the actor for is the actor for Anne actually deaf in real life and Ooh, i'm going to try and figure good out good question I think she actually might be. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, she's got a page on the Canadian Cultural Society of the Deaf. Didn't know that was a thing, but that's cool. Yeah, she's actually deaf. Cool. I mean, that's, once again, this is like, it doesn't go like, it doesn't get like too, and this is going back to like what I was saying, like with the Brotherhood of Justice, where it's like, you know, something gets, especially in the 80s, it could get dangerous, like like a PSA. Yeah. Like, she just feels like a real person. Like, she feels natural. She's the only real person that I actually believe in this movie, you know? Like, he yeah. Heard, like, Brooks doesn't... Like, that's not a real Rookie. person. People, I don't know, but, like, she just felt... 
and natural. Yeah. What else is she in? She was she was definitely the highlight. She's been in a movie called Away From Her, which won an Academy Award, I think. Nominated for two Oscars. That's cool. Yeah. Two more Oscars than this movie was nominated for. Yeah. <laughs> About five more Oscar nominations than this movie deserved. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. So is this movie a kefir? I think yes, but just for Anne. Like, just for Anne. I think Anne's a kefir. I would agree with you on that, but I would say this movie as a whole, I I, I didn't want to wa- finish it. I, I would not watch this mm. again. We haven't really set a definition of what a kefir is, but for that reason, I'm out. To, to put a number on it, I'm like going between, like I've been flip-flopping between this movie being like a 5 out of 10 or a 6 out of 10. Yeah. Like I really can't tell. I would say for me, it's like four to five. That's <laughs> four out of five. Yeah, that's what I said. Four to five. Oh. Yeah, like it's either a out four. Out of ten. Yeah. Okay. I was, I was like, I thought we had switched over to five stars for a second there. And I was like, you We're can't. doing a four star system. It makes sense. I also think, I will admit, perhaps I'm a little bit biased because, um, I watched this movie with somebody else. Yeah. I think if I watched this movie by myself, I think I'd probably be in your shoes a bit more because I had somebody else to like look at and be like, ooh, with, and they'd be like, ooh. But just to, just to honor Anne, you know, in my opinion, this movie's a kefir. Yeah. So we got our first disagreement. That's that's what you get here. That's what you get here. This is the end of the podcast now. Um, I guess we're going to have to split ways, um. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to news, because there's actual news this week. Um, actual news this week? I mean, I kind didn't of. even look at the news. So, um, John Oliver, uh, this Ooh. past weekend, uh, did a segment Ooh. on his uh, TV show uh, about Ooh. compound pharmacies, which are basically, it's a thing in America where, you, like, if you need a special uh, prescription made, say you're allergic to a certain ingredient, and you need, like, prescription without an ingredient, they'll custom make it, but there's this huge scandal of, like... They would just make a bunch of things that aren't for specific people just so they can sell them to other places. But they would use fake names, including celebrity names and fictional character names. And the reason I'm talking about this on Kiefer Sutherland podcast is because one of those names was Jack Bauer. <laughs> and so they got Kiefer in. So did John Oliver and class John Oliver form got a bunch of celebrities in to do like a, hey, this is dumb. Screw you thing yeah. at the end. And so Kiefer was like, oh, I'm Jack Bauer. Don't put my name on your dumb thing. And then he, like, went, like, there's this one part where he's like, so, if you're not familiar with the show 24, which you should be, because it's incredible. Basically, Kiefer Sutherland plays Jack Bauer. He's a, he's a federal agent working for CTU, counterterrorist unit, and he's a loose cannon. He does not play by the rules. No rules played by. So, like, in this segment, he goes full on, like, I'll take you to, like, a, a CIA black site and, you know, he was about to break out the towel, and if you've seen season one of 24, you know what that No, is. not the towel. <laughs> like, he doesn't say the towel, but you know he's about to do it, so. That's oh what my goodness, he's the towel. That's good. Yeah. I'm glad he can be on John Oliver. Yeah. Um, he's looking great. Yeah? He's looking great, sounding great. He just yeah. recently injured um, on tour, but, you know, he's he seems to be recovering pretty good, so. <laughs> recently is, like... Two months ago. You know, I don't have to take this from you. Yeah. Okay, we're watching Marmaduke next week. I've decided this. <laughs> you don't have a say in this. I don't. I said, I got angry last night while I was watching this movie. I'm like, we're watching Marmaduke. I don't know how that makes sense, 
but we are, so fight me. It's October, we're getting spooky, and what's spookier than two adults watching Marmaduke and talking about it? I don't... (laughs) You know, whatever. Canadian Thanksgiving is coming up, and this can be an excuse for me to be like, I'm thankful that I've already watched Marmaduke this week and i you know i probably never have to watch it again you can be thankful for good movies that aren't marmaduke yeah um oh one thing though i was thinking um out of the three movies we've seen yeah you were talking about how Kiefer's looking good which one do you think he looks the best in though that's a good question because on one hand lost boys like is good but Mm -hmm. his non his non-clean shavenness kind of kind of kind of rough so I, I I'm thinking kind of Brotherhood of Justice because he's got his leather leather jacket on all the time and because in in this one he's either like you know slick back yeah I'm actually yeah teen or he's like I'm a regular I'm an 80s teenager my hair has volume now yeah it, it definitely isn't this movie for sure it's got to come down to I don't know okay you know the you know the the video of like the the meme video of the kid like the Dwayne from like that eighties Barbie video. Yeah, I just get so such so many Dwayne vibes from the Brotherhood of Justice Keeper. Mm, that's fair. <laughs> I just can't do it. I, it has to be Lost Boys for me. That's fair. That's fair. Well, well, you know th- this this is a work in progress. Yeah. I yeah. I just you know I just want to watch a good one, but I guess we've we've like. I guess, you know, Crazy Moon and Brotherhood of Justice aren't like, I mean, you didn't really like Crazy Moon, but like, both of them aren't, you know, terrible movies. Yeah. There aren't movies that like make me angry. They're movies that have been forgotten and like, rightfully so. Yeah. They just... Whereas like, I mean, I feel like Marmaduke has been forgotten as well, but like. He thinks he's people, Jaden. <laughs> What's not to like? <laughs> I'm ready. You know what uh, Marmaduke has? What rating it has on Rotten Tomatoes currently? What? What is it? Just take a guess. Take a guess. Take a guess on the dark. Uh, 12%. Nine. Nine. Nine percent. Okay. So. All right. It's going to be good. Um, Are you sure we're watching Marmaduke next week? (laughs) Honestly, I don't know. Okay, okay. Okay. Pitch me something else. What if? Okay, I'm listening. You watch Marmaduke. I. And I watch The Wild. No. Then, no. We that's can't true. have a have podcast to... where we talk about Marmaduke and The Wild. I think <laughs> iTunes true. would just like if we ever get on iTunes, we would ju- iTunes would just immediately kick us off because that's yeah. Would you want that on your website? No. Yeah, I guess. Tim um... Cook would personally ban us. Yeah. From iTunes. Yeah, that's that's fair. Go watch a good movie. Don't watch Marmaduke. We'll tell you about yeah. Marmaduke. Go watch... What's a, you know... Watch a real movie. Go watch a real movie. Like, um... Like, uh, Dark City. Kiefer's in the... Actually, uh, you know what other movie he's in? What? I didn't know this. I didn't know he was in A Few Good Men. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen I that movie so for long, not knowing I that. I, I... What if we watch that instead of Marmaduke? Yeah. The thing is, how long is that movie? Because, like, I don't got time that's, to watch a long movie. That's a movie. pretty long movie, yeah. That's what we're watching, Marmaduke. We'll watch A Few Good Men later. Okay, wait. No, I have I have another one. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to tell you the name. 
The Last Days of Frankie the Fly. Okay. It's from 1996. Yeah, of course it is. It's a comedy gangster pick. Of course it is. And Kiefer's in it with uh, the only other actor I know who's in it, or at least that I I can... Oh, wait. Adam Scott's in this? That's like uh, the guy who plays uh, Ben in uh, Parks and Rec. But also Michael Madsen's in it, and I've seen him in a couple of things. Yeah, this is... We're not watching that. We're going to watch yeah, Marmaduke. We're watching Marmaduke. We're watching Marmaduke. It's, it is inevitable. <laughs> it's uh, going to happen sooner or later. So that's how the, you know, how the podcast well goes. As... Zach, well, uh, we're on our fourth episode, and we're, uh, we're talking about Marmaduke, so... Yeah. Not great. Not great. Especially. Well, thank you for listening. Yeah, let's wrap up. Okay. Thanks to Kaya Tease for making our wonderful icon art um you can wonderful, go wonderful icon art you can go check out her stuff uh, her instagram and her twitch uh links in the description uh thanks again mcleod for our theme music sax rock and roll go check out those links thanks to cassidy brown for setting up our instagram um you can go check us out at hak podcast on instagram go give us a like and follow i don't i know how instagram works i don't know why i said it like that but whatever yeah. um Leave a comment what movie we should watch and why it isn't Marmaduke on whatever post, and we'll we'll ignore you and still watch Marmaduke. Yeah. Um, hopefully, hopefully we'll be on iTunes this week. We're on Pocket Cast now, apparently, and we're on Spotify again. What's what's Pocket Cast? Couldn't tell you. Sounds ya. good. Okay, well, we're on it. That's good for anybody who might be listening to us on Pocket Cast. Thanks. You're valuable we we appreciate you you're valid not as much as we appreciate Kiefer sutherland though it's true if you're Kiefer sutherland you're watching you're listening on pocket cast then hey drop us a line <laughs> you think all right was, okay um yeah so we're gonna go watch marmaduke so i guess we'll see you later huh yeah unless i'm like but unless, unless Marmaduke this, just unless cold. happens to kill me, yeah, which it might. I we we go of sickness or Marmaduke, then tough, I guess. Yeah. So um, I'm Zachary Leduc, and I'm Jaden Crow, and this has been he's a Kiefer. Thanks for listening. Tell you what, boy.